Howdy guys, it's Silly Aunt Sissy, and welcome to the Silly Aunt Sissy Show! Yay! We're going to have many adventures with Silly Aunt Sissy today. We're singing songs with our trusty ukulele. And we're reading Little House in the Big Woods. We're picking up where we left off. Um, we're reading about the, two, the chapter with the two bears. And now uh, Laura and Mary and Ma had their experience. And now we're going to read about Pa's experience with the same bear, maybe. Wouldn't that be crazy? And at the end, we're going to read Hank and Mr. Cornflakes, The Adventures of Hank and Mr. Cornflakes. Because we like doggies. It's an animal day today. And um, before we start, though, I just wanted to say, Happy day. Won't you be my neighbor, please? Won't you please be my neighbor? Yay, I'll be your neighbor, and uh, neighbor, I just wanted to say, I love you, and I wanted to let you know that you're loved, and that you're special today, thanks for listening, as always, but I also wanted to tell you, uh, if you have kids, or nieces, or nephews, or anything, you should, uh, Get them involved. There's a Montessori school site. You can go to MontessoriSchool.com to find out about the free program they're offering right now uh, because of the coronavirus. And also Tinker Garden. That's right, Tinker Garden. They're having free meet-up and play dates. Um, just in case you're a, uh, a big sister or a big brother or or even an uncle or aunt, but you're in high school and you're the class of 2020. Just wanted to give a shout out either way to the class of 2020. And um, John Kurowski from The Office on his Good News podcast had a whole, well, YouTube show, had a uh, whole graduation ceremony. So I think we should give a shout out to the class of 2020 and John Kurowski. All right, Silly Aunt Sissy says, let's read! On that note, we're adventures in the big woods with the two bears and find out what happened to Papa. Or Pa. The story of Pa and the bear in the way. When I went to town yesterday with the furs, I found it hard walking in the soft snow. It took me a long time to get to town, and other men with furs had come in earlier to do their trading. The storekeeper was busy, and I had to wait until he could look at my furs. Then we had to bargain about the price of each one, and then I had to pick up the things I wanted to take and trade. Oh, my. So it was nearly sundown before I could start home. I tried to hurry, but the walking was hard, and I was tired. So I had not gone far before night came, and I was alone in the big woods without my gun. <clears throat> Golly gulp. There was... Six miles to walk, and I came along as fast as I could. The night grew darker and darker, and I wished for my gun. Because I knew that some of the bears had come out of the winter dens, I had seen their tracks when I went to town in the morning. Bears are hungry and crass at this time of year, you know. They have been sleeping in their dens all winter long with nothing to eat, and, they're, and that makes them very angry. And when they wake up, I did not want to meet one. I hurried along as quick as I could in the dark, but by and by the stars gave a little light, 
It was still black as pitch where the woods were thick, but in the open places I could see dimly. I could see the snowy road ahead a little way, and I could see the dark woods standing all around me. I was glad when I came into an open place where the stars gave me this faint light. All the time I was watching as well as I could for bears, I was listening for the sounds they make when they go carelessly through the bushes. I then came again into an open place, and there, right in the middle of my road, <gasps> I saw a big black bear! Oh God, Pa! He was standing up on his hind legs, looking at me. Mm -hmm. I could see his sh eyes shine. I could see his pink snout. I could even see one of the, the claws in the starlight. My scalp prickled, and my hair stood straight up. I stopped in my tracks and stood still. <laughs> I could barely breathe. The bear did not come. There he stood, looking at me. I knew it would do no good to try to go around him. He would follow me into the dark woods where he could see better, and then I could not. So I did not want to fight a winter-starved bear in the dark. Oh, how I wished for my gun! Oh, my. What's Pa to do? Well, I had to pass th that bear to get home. I thought that if I could scare him, he might get out of the road and let me go by. So I took a deep breath, and suddenly I shouted out with all my might and ran at him, with waving my arms. He didn't move. I didn't run very far toward him, I tell you. I stopped and looked at him, and he stood looking at me. Then I shouted again. There he stood. I kept on shouting and waving my arms, but he did not budge. Well, it would do no good to run away. There were other bears in the woods. I might meet one any time. I might as well deal with this one as well as well as another. Besides, I was coming home to Ma and you girls, and I would never get there if I ran away from everything in the big woods that scared me. So at last I looked around and I got a big, big club, a solid heavy branch that had been broken from a tree by the white weight of the snow in the winter. I lifted it up in my hands and I ran straight at the bear. I swung my club as hard as I could. I brought it down, bang, on his head. And there he stood still, for he was nothing but a big black burned stump. I had passed it on my way to town that morning. It wasn't a bear at all. I had only thought it was. Oh my goodness. Be because I had been thinking all the time about bears and being afraid I had met one. It really wasn't a bear at all, Mary asked. No, Mary, it wasn't a bear at all. There I had been yelling and dancing and waving my arms all by myself in the big woods, trying to scare a stump. <laughs> Laura said, ours was really a bear, but we were not scared because we thought it was Soaky. Pa did not say anything, but he hugged her tighter. Oh, that bear might have eaten my... Ma and me all up, Laura said, snuggling closer to him. But Ma wa walked right up to him and slapped him, and he couldn't do anything at all. Why didn't he do anything? I guess he was just too surprised to do anything, Laura, Pa said. I guess he was afraid when the lantern shone in his eyes. And when Ma walked up to him and slapped him, he knew she wasn't afraid. Well, you were brave too, Laura said, even if it was only a stump. You thought it was a bear. You'd have hit him on the head with a, a club if it had been a bear, wouldn't you, Pa? Yes, said Pa. I would. You see, I had to. Then Ma said it was bedtime. 
She helped Laura and Mary undress and button up their red flannel nightgowns. They knelt down by the treadle bed and said their prayers. Now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. Ma kissed them both and tucked their covers in around them, parted their hair and her and her hand and their hands busy with sewing in the lamplight. Her needle made little clicking sounds against her th thimble. Then the thread went softly swish through the pretty calico that Pa had traded first for. For Laura looked at Pa, who was greasing his boots, his mustache and his hair and his long brown beard were stinging silky in the lamplight and the colors of his plaid jacket were gay he whispered cheerfully while he worked and then he sang the birds were singing in the morning and the marrow and the ivy were in between and the sun over the hills was a dawning was then that I laid her in the tomb. It was a warm night. The fire had gone, so the, there was just the coals on the hearth, and Pa did not build it up anymore. All around the little house in the big woods, there were little sounds of falling snow, and from the eaves that were the drip, drip, drip of the melting icicles. In just a little while, the trees would be putting out their baby leaves all rosy and yellow and pale green, and there would be wild birds and flowers in the, in the woods. Then there would be no more stories by the firelight at night, but all day long Laura and Mary would run and play among the trees, for it would be spring! Yay, spring! And tomorrow we shall read the chapter, The Sugar Snow, and to find out about that. Sounds fun, doesn't it? The sugar snow. I wonder what that is. I mean, it is Little House in the Big Woods, so that could be their dessert. And I don't think it... So it turns out it wasn't the same bear, was it now? Because Paws wasn't a bear. But you see, your eyes play tricks on you. They thought theirs wasn't a bear, and they weren't scared because they thought it wasn't. And Pa thought it was... And he was scared, but it turned out it wasn't. So you never know, but it's all based on your perception. And that's the moral of today. It's all, anything that happens is what matters to you. They thought it was a bear. You might be scared. And that's how you feel. No one else. So you have to hold strong to your feelings. Okay? Sounds good, huh? What else can we say? Well, I'm glad you were listening today to my story time. If you have any ideas, let me know. If you have anything to say, I'm there for you. And now I'll do a little song. A little Irish jig for all the, the helpful people in the world. I am a little Irish girl. I like to sing and play. Oh my goodness, what a beautiful song today.
Well, thanks for listening to the Silly Aunt Sissy Show. I'm going to tune out, and we're going to have a great night.